0: Hallelujah. Good morning, man. As Pastor Ramona was saying um, in Romans, if you don't know the Lord, I hope today that today will be the day that you'll come to a decision in your life and you'll say, man, I need to know the Lord. It's going to help my life. And I pray that right now for you. Dear God, I, I thank you, Father, that uh, we are here today, that we're gathered today that father we can be a part of your fellowship not only physically here present in this room but father we can be a part of your fellowship spiritually and eternally and father for those that really don't know you that you would draw them in today that you would show them your simple truth that we're going to study today from your word and that we're going to be you'll be able to through them bring them to eternal life in Jesus name amen Amen. The title today is Three Ways to Be Blessed, and it comes out of Psalm 1. So let me ask you this question first. Who in here wants to be blessed? I do. I want to be blessed. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, we all know how not to be blessed with some of our actions and behaviors, the things that we do. We know how not to be blessed. But what I want to do today is show you a very practical step-by-step, way to live a happy life. Uh, Robert Frost wrote a poem, The Road Not Taken. And he says, in that poem, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that's made all the difference. You see, there are many roads for us to take. You can look on any road map, and you can see many, many ways that you can go. But God wants you to take the road less traveled. Jesus even talked about in Mark 7, the narrow gate. And he said in Mark 7, verse 13, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. So the Bible is full of many, many just gritty, practical things for you to do. My single goal today is is to show you some ways to be blessed in your life. It's kind of like a check sheet that you can use. Whether you write down or not, you can remember it. And you can refer back to Psalm 1 because it's just a few verses in it of things that will help you understand what you can do to be blessed, and we all know we, we all need to know that there is a way of blessing and and there is a way of unrepentant sin, which is destruction, just as sure as heaven is real, hell is real and, and the second goal I have is for us to examine ourselves to see which way we're traveling, to see where we're going. so I want to show you some ways to be blessed. I want to just give you a how-to guide, explain to you some of the words in this first psalm, and then I want to, as we are teaching, I want you to introspectively look and say, well, am I on that road, or am I not? This psalm is known as the Father of Wisdom Psalms, and it draws comparisons between good and evil, success and failure. I mean, Jesus in the Sermon of the Mount he used comparisons. There's comparisons in the Bible. Gino was, was, uh, teaching this morning and, uh, and he was talking about comparisons in his scriptures and God lays these comparisons out for us to see, for us to clearly know Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. He used two roads. He talked about two paths. He talked about two types of trees and two houses, two types of foundations, rock and sand Different types of fruits. So this psalm hopefully will paint a picture, I mean a portrait for you, of right and wrong. And I want to show you just a step-by-step practical way to be blessed. And in turn, it can show you if you're getting off the path of being blessed. Like if you're doing some of the things that the Bible says don't do, well, you'll know. And you can hopefully see it and make a correction. It's like going down the wrong road and you got your phone now. And you make the wrong turn, and Siri or whatever it is on the map says, make a U-turn, make a U-turn. You're fixing to get off the exit, and it says, exit here, exit here. And do you know that when you get off that path, she'll say it a little more forcefully. (laughs) Have you noticed that, or it's just me? Turn right, turn right. So the Bible is, is doing the same thing, but you got to break it out and read it. And this is an easy psalm to read. Blessed is a man, Psalm 1-1. Blessed is the man. Now, blessed, everybody knows it means to be happy, to go straight and to make progress. But blessed also means to, to advance. Like, who doesn't want to advance? In all the jobs I've been in, I wanted to get the next rank. I wanted to get the next position. I wanted to work higher and higher. I wanted to advance. I wanted to be promoted. Blessed is the man, or promoted is the man. It it means to be better than what you are. As good as you might be, God wants you to be even more blessed no matter what you're doing. It's a state of a joyful mind. Blessed is the man. Now, some versions say man. Don't take that as a male. Other versions say blessed is the one. The blessings that God has for us are for all of us. They're not separated by male or female. Blessed is the one. And it says blessed is the one who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. You know, when you and I want you to see a process that's going to be starting here. Walk means to go with. It also means like a manner of life. Like you're walking with your buddy or your friend and you're just walking around. Bless is a man who walks not, but who doesn't go, who doesn't get with and stand with them. Uh, a walk can also be a talk. You know, you start walking with somebody long enough. And you hang around with them long enough, and you're walking with them, and you find yourself talking with them. And you're talking and walking, and you're going, and you're traveling, and you're moving. Blessed is a man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. I mean, other versions say, in the step with. Back in high school, I was in a band. I played the drums, if you couldn't guess. And if you got out of step, there was somebody. So you tended to get in step with everyone else. You get in step with somebody. Blessed is a man who does not get in step or walk with or travel with. You can be in a truck or a car. You can begin traveling with them. You can be traveling with them in a road at your work. You can get the mindset that you're traveling with them. Blessed is a man who walks not or travels not with the wicked. Yeah. We all know who wicked is. We can see it around us today. You know what wicked is. Jesus says, be in the world, but not of the world. And so you can recognize wicked. We all know wickedness. We, we got wicked people at work. We got wicked people at 7-Eleven or at Walmart. You can have wicked people at home. You yourself might have been wicked at one time. And it's easy to step back into being wicked, ungodly, criminal. See, it's how you walk. You can walk in the way of the wicked. But the scripture says, blessed is a man who walks not in the counsel or the step with the wicked. It's how you walk. You see, if you're walking in step with the wicked, you're going to be wicked. Yeah, it's simple, right? It says, or stands in the way of sinners. You know, you can stand and you're walking and you get to a point where you say, hey, that's a, that's a good point. And so you face each other and you stand and you start talking. Or they may grab you in the hallway at your work or back in the construction area. Or you may be in the gym and they've got something. And you're going to stand there and just engage them. You know they're wicked. But it's something that they say that draws you in. Satan's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. Steal, kill, destroy. That's his job. And that's what the wicked do. They'll draw you in really quick so that you'll go from walking in step, bum, 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 to hit the brakes. And you can stand there. Also, standing is like if you're sitting somewhere and you agree with something, you've seen them. Yeah, I'm standing up for that. I'm with you. I'm standing with you. Or, no, no, In this in this issue, I'm going to stand with you. You may stand with me. I may stand with you. On things of God, but if we stand with those who are wicked, we're going to be wicked. Nor stands in the way of sinners. It's almost like a battle line when you stand. It's like I got to make a choice, and here's a line, and it's a line in the sand. It's a line in the sand, and which line am I going to be on? There's a lot of that going on in our country right now. You got to stand on this side of the line. Or that side of the line. And it's gotten to where it just used to be a few things. But now, people have so many causes that they want you to stand on this side of the line or that side of the line with them. And what we should be standing on the line is, is the side of the line that God is on. And then everything else. Nor stand in the way of sinners. You know, sinners, when it says... This word, it means to like a bent. I mean, it's kind of like a southern word. Man, you, you're kind of bent like that. I don't know if you've ever been or paid attention to the oak trees that are near the ocean. The breeze coming off the east and these strong, mighty oak trees are bent facing west. They can't stand. The continual pressure of the wind from the east, it makes them take a certain shape. Now, I'll say it's beautiful, but they're in that shape. They've got that bent, and it's not changing because they're standing. And when we stand in the way of sinners, we've got a bent to us. We've got a road that we have that we go down. Bent means a journey. Or a habit. Don't stand in the habit of sinners. Sinners are exposed to condemnation. You know that. And so when we go from walking to standing where we can get a little bit more. Wait a second. Tell me some more. And you know you might face each other. You might even hug each other. Yeah, brother. I'm with you on that. You're hooked in. Don't stand in the way of sinners. Or it says, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. I want you to see we've gone from walking. And we've slowed down to standing. And it says, Blessed is a man who does not sit in the seat of scoffers. Sit means to dwell. To sit and stay. To remain or tarry. No, come on. Just a few more minutes over here. We'll be all right. Come on. They flickered the lights on and off. I know they want us to leave. But let's just stay a few more minutes. Let's go to the parking lot. It'll be all right. You don't need to go home. She won't care. Let's just stay a little longer. Nor sits or dwells in the seat a dwelling place. You know, we got our seats here in church. and If you get in somebody's seat... You know, you know what I mean. Like you walk by and you come in and you go. They're in my seat. And so you maybe walk by, look at them. You know, maybe again. And they're not moving. You see, they got their seat. Don't sit in the seat don't hang around and dwell with scoffers. Some say mockers. You know. You've seen them. You know them. A mocker. You're a Christian, you say, huh? I know who you used to be. I know what you used to do. I know how you used to act. You talk, man. You Look at you. You talk like a sailor. Nah. You sit come on, don't believe them. You believe me. It's like a big mouth, arrogant person. You've seen them, and you know them. You may have been one of them. Somebody that knows more than anybody else. You get in a conversation with them, and you could have built Niagara Falls, but they built the Hudson Dam. You know? You know? You you could have gone on a plane flight, but they rode on an F 18. And they'll finish your sentence for you. If you're a sentence finisher, I'm sorry. (laughs) Or they boast. Look at me. Look at what I've done. Look at how I've done it. You're going to hang out with them people? Come on, man hang with me, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. See, you can get drawn into these things. And these positions can seem harmless at first, but you've got to make a break. You've got to stop. you got to get around. You see, the process starts easy. It's like you don't wake up and say today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go rob a bank, or I'm going to go shoot some people, or I'm going to go steal some money, or I'm going to go out and get crud-faced drunk and drive down the street. I'm going to go out today and just throw everything that I've worked for away. It doesn't start like that. It starts with walking with somebody, standing and joining and dwelling with them a little bit. Than just sitting down and saying, yeah, I feel comfortable. But you have a choice. You see, blessed is the one that doesn't do this. It's the other side of the portrait. On one side, you're not blessed if you walk, stand, or sit. A progression. It makes you immobile. You see, it goes from. Moving to stagnancy. You get stagnant. And when you get stagnant, you get mold. And you get rust. And it's harder to pick up your feet. When you're stagnant, you can't move your bones. You've got to keep moving. You've got to keep working towards God. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Psalm 37, 4 says this. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll grant you the desires of your heart. Delight is a pure pleasure, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. I mean, think of someone you dearly love. You've talked about it this morning. You've lost this one. You've lost that one. You've lost this one. You know, when I lost my father, uh, I had like a visitation one night. It was unbelievable. You know, everybody's got their own. Aroma. I could pull outside of mama's house and I could tell whether she was cooking fried chicken or pork chops. When I'd hug her, she used ivory soap. And I would smell on her ear and neck, and I'd smell that ivory soap. The other night I was having a dream, and it was my father. He said, so, what are you doing, son? And I said, Daddy. And he was like in a room. And I just went to him and hugged him. And man, I could smell his aroma. You talk about blessed. But I woke up. Man, it was pure, unadulterated joy. I was delighted to get a chance to see him again. And the feeling I had just. Blew me up with happiness, with pleasure. He says his delight is in the law of the Lord. Don't get hung up on law. Law means teaching. Haven't you ever had a teacher that you really liked? I have. Man, I don't want to get in their class and listen to them. I want to be a part of them. I take notes. I think about the things they taught me. There's a fellow at the police department. He, he taught me so much. I just sat under his teaching that was righteous, good teaching. I learned so much. And I, I did what he said. I was like a disciple of his. And I plugged in the things he taught me. And they brought me joy. They brought me success. They brought me progress. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, on his teaching, he meditates day and night. So he meditates not just thinking about it. We uh, we studied Joshua 1 some time back. And uh, Joshua 1, he was about to cross the promised land. Gino talked about it this morning in his teaching. And God tells him to not let the book of the law depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. The book of the law, the teaching, don't let it depart from your mouth, but you meditate on it day and night. So if it's in your mouth, what do you do with it? You speak it. This word meditate means to speak, to mutter, to utter. You want to be successful? You want to be blessed? You study God's teaching, and you just get you a verse that you like. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. If that's all you can remember, hang with that. This whoever believed in him will not perish but have eternal life. Just get you one scripture. Blessed is a man who does not start there to utter and to speak. You start to figure it out. It comes back to you. And if you do that, you're blessed. And it says this man that meditates on God's word day and night, he puts it in his mind and he speaks it. This is what he's like. He's like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in season and its leaf doesn't wither. Again, Gino talked about it today, this morning. Don't you just sometimes feel like you're wore out, like you want to give up? Look, the Bible is clear. If you don't do these things, you'll be blessed. And if you meditate on God's word day and night, you don't have to memorize a whole Bible. Start with a simple verse and meditate on it and get in your car and turn off the news for just a minute. And turn off Siri for just a second, because she'll make you turn right, or you turn. Just say a couple of verses. I'll tell you a trick. Write it on a three-by-five card and stick it right down there. That way nobody sees it, you know. It's just between you and God. You can pull it out real quick. Meditate. To whom much is given, much is required. I look at that one a lot because I've been given so much. I think about my family. I think about my job. I think about what God has blessed me with. Too much is given. Much is required. What's required of me, God? What's required of you? It says all he does prospers. Yes, we know what prosper means. Prosper also means, in the Hebrew, to come mightily. You don't have to come meekly. You meditate on God's word day and night. Don't let it depart. The law of the Lord, the teaching, and you will prosper. Another meaning for it is you'll break out. You ever just broke out, any of you guys, in a in a break dance? I didn't think so. Yeah, a long time ago, Vince. Yes, that's right, buddy. I used to. Yeah, I used to think I could. You'll advance. You'll thrive. And all he does, he prospers. He thrives. It also means to have an overpowering force. And what is that force? It's the Holy Spirit. If you give your life to God, if you trust in Jesus. If you set your path on this path, if you do this, you're going to have within you the Holy Spirit, which is an overpowering force. The wicked are not so. They're like chaff. You know, when they're on the threshing floor, they've got a big hook and they've got the wheat and they throw it up in the air. And the wind blows and the wheat, which is heavier, comes right back down on the threshing floor, and the chaff is blown away. Other descriptions in the Bible say that the chaff is gathered up with the weeds and it's burned. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment; they have no weight, they can't stand, and it's not judgment is not you're going to hell. The judgment for believers is, is you get your rewards. You, the judgment for hell and death is taken away at the cross of Jesus Christ. That's not the judgment. Jesus took that judgment for us. And that judgment is not the judgment we're standing for. We're standing for the judgment where God looks us over and says, man, you're great. Look at what you've done. You get this. You get that. Here you go. You're blessed. They can't stand on the judgment. They're damned. Or sinners in the congregation of the righteous. You see, God separates the good from the evil. For he knows the way of the righteous is coming in and is going out. But the way of the wicked will perish. A to-do list. Blessed are you. If you do not get caught up in the ways of this world, don't walk with wicked or don't stand with sinners, don't sit with scoffers or mark mockers. You probably know them right now. My father would say to me, Louis, you get as far away from bad as you can. When you see bad, you go the other way. Now, little did I know when I would become a Police officer, I'd be going to the bad. But I went with a different perspective because I had been trained up that I have this overcoming force, this overcoming power that I can face. That was an assignment that God gave me. you got an assignment. And you need to know within your assignment, within your position, What's God got for you? You're here today to hear this message. It's for you. God wants you to be blessed. He wants you to have so much joy in all that you do. You stay away from this. It's a stern warning from God. It's a to-do book. It's the law. It's a teaching. Hey, come here. Let me teach this. Don't do that. This is the way you do that. And if you do that, meditate on my teaching day and night. Don't let it come, depart from your mouth. Begin to, begin to come into a life where you start speaking Scripture just a little bit. It'll change your life. It'll change your way of thinking. For out of the heart, the mouth speaks. You implant this in your heart. Dear God, we thank you today. Man, we just thank you that you've got a, a checklist for us, a to-do list. We thank you, God, that we can just go to this and we can reflect. Wait a second. Am I doing that? Well, wait, is this is this what I'm doing, God? I, I'm hanging around this guy or this girl and they're talking junk, trash. i got to get away from that. I'm not going to walk in that way. I'm going to stay away. Father, I'd ask that your Holy Spirit would quicken those here today, help them improve their life, and give them joy. This is a message of blessing. Don't do this, but do this. And Heavenly Father, we hear you. We hear you loud and clear. And Father, we ask that anybody that's here today that doesn't really know you, that they just kind of say, okay, that's me. I need to make a, I need to make a course correction. First, I need to start with you, God, and do that. And secondly, Lord, I want you to change my life. If that's you today, God is here. He is real. He wants you to be a part of our family, the family of God. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, we're going to have a song and, uh, you are free to go after our song. You're free to go now just to enjoy a little time with us as we worship. God bless you guys. Thank you. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. What a great message. Thank you, Pastor Louie, because, you know, we're going to sing a song more like Jesus and less like me. Will you just heard how. There you go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, let's sing and be more like Jesus. How about that? Ho. You can stand and dance and wave your hands and clap your hands. Right.